Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This one is for my favorite cellar dweller. The man who puts asses in the seats and then has them promptly thrown back at him. For you, Danny boy. On the pitch, on footy, prime or in the bubble, brother Danny brings the heat. Speaking shite and rubbish, Danny D. Quiet down there. And when TFC was struggling, he led the team to victory. Kicking in the first goal, Danny D. Oh, Danny D. Danny D. Danny D. Danny D. Football's favorite DJ, Mellow D. Brendan and Dan, we love you, Deech. And another Sherry. And that was Danny D by Nigel Nigelson, a.k.a. Amazing. Wow. A.K.A. the voice bender, Jeffrey Cole. Like, I, knew, I knew he had a good voice, but I didn't know he had a good singing voice as well. Incredible. Amazing. Incredible. You are on the work, sir. Incredible. And that's a tribute song for our boy, Daniele, Salvatore, Ernest. Other way around. Dicchio. Ernest, Ernest Salvatore. Salvatore. Dicchio. And this is Footy Prime. You've got Forrest. You've got Dunlop. You've got JC and virtually... We got charms and it isn't feeling great. Today we are fetching our Danny Dicchio, who is, it looks like he's leaving us at least in person. Virtually, we're going to pull him in for guest appearances, but he's leaving, we saw that he's leaving TFC. So we're playing 20 questions with Danny. We've known this for a while. We have. <laughs> we have. But we haven't been able to talk about it. So yes. It's not official until it's on Instagram. So. We're playing 20 questions, going to go around. That might be a stupid one, easy one, too. What's your favorite TFC moment? TFC moment, apart from, apart from obviously, the, my my goal um, being a, a special moment for myself, I think my best TFC moment was when we actually won the title at home in 2017 because we were very close there was a lot of murmurs going on. Are we going to be the new Buffalo Bills and just choke at home mm-hmm. three years running? We had that disappointment against Seattle the year before where we lost some penalties. And there was long periods in the game, in the second game, where it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again. And I just I remember speaking to Greg after the game on the field and I said, did you think we were going to score? And he was like, no. 
<laughs> he thought we were going to go to penalties as well. Mm-hmm. It's interesting as Stefan Fry was the goalkeeper and he's, he posted uh, something quite nice about, you know, good luck on your next journey. Yeah. Career. He made an amazing save oh. in the first game. Do you remember that save from yes. Josie's header? Yeah, Still one of the best in MLS yeah. history. Yeah. Will be played over and over. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, re- I really remember that because I was with my three boys as well. So I was with Lorenzo, Luca and Frank when we were set. And I just remember when we scored, the joy of us scoring that goal. But then when we actually won, Franco ran off because Franco is the biggest TFC supporter ever. <laughs> but just the sheer emotion that we'd actually done it. And I think just the years of despair and torture that we had just disappeared for that moment. Yes. And we partied like hard that night. I sent the boys home. Luca came out with me, but the younger boys went home. And then um, I think we were on TV the next day. I don't know if Shams can clarify it, but we were definitely on TV the next morning. And I got in about four o'clock from, from the players' party. And I was just, I was still flying. And even though I wasn't a player or a coach within that group, I felt part of it and the whole club felt part of it. And I hope all the fans did because it was a really, really cool um, atmosphere to be involved with. The parade, uh, the yeah. Monday was cool. Yeah, um, the journey was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. It was just a, it was a real climax to just everything coming together. Yeah. That, that year. This is 2017. Thank you. What game was it that you, uh, it's a classic when they, the media asked you, said, oh, you, uh, you've had a Gordie Howe hat trick. That was the first game. That was the first game? The first game, yeah. And your answer was, Gordie who? Yeah, no, I just said, I, uh, no disrespect. And I think it was, uh, I think it was Larry who was um, a Blue Jays reporter. Larry Milson or Milton. I don't know if he's passed away now. No disrespect to Larry, but he was a Blue Jays. I think he worked for the Toronto Star or one of the big newspapers. And he was obviously overjoyed that we'd scored a goal and we'd won the game. And he asked me in the kerfuffle of the media afterwards in the locker room and Jimmy was in the background standing naked, stringing his dick about. <laughs> and I'm trying to keep a straight face. Yeah. And Larry asked, he said, what's it feel like to uh, score a Gordie or do a Gordie Howe hat trick? Where it is? Yeah. A goal assist in a fight. Yeah. So I, I just said, I have no idea who Gordie Howe is. <laughs> yeah. Little would be who? known that he's the most famous yeah. like, hockey you player. Gordie who? I was just yeah, feeling I, myself. I, I, I'm embarrassed because I just didn't know who he was. No. I felt really embarrassed the next day when I found out who I he was. I thought it was brilliant just because every hockey puck he would probably think that everybody <laughs> would know. Yeah. Yeah. But in the 15 years that have passed since, you've very much become a Torontonian. Like you are. For sure, yeah. You know, and, and regarded as part of the fabric of that club uh, far beyond your playing days, which I think, you know, is really, really special. Fully deserved, but really special. Yeah, I mean, someone said it the other day, like, it's, it's going to be very, very strange with you not around the building. Yeah. But I also didn't want to get to the stage where I was a. Uh, bad smell or one of those uninvited cousins or uncles to a party that you wish never turned up and I didn't want to end up being the mascot I really didn't and I felt like that at times that I was still being kept on because of my history with the club scoring the goal 
but the, the outpouring of like messages and comments that have come out over the last two or three days has been really, really cool to see and clarified that I'm not just a mascot of the club, that I, I've done a good job with, with the youth <laughs> and the development. And it, it gives me a lot of, a lot of uh, pride seeing the amount of boys that have gone on to professional uh, status with not just TFC, but with other clubs throughout North America and Europe and, and even guys that, that are playing with the national team now. You know, that's, that's, that's super, super cool for me to see. You know, and I've, I've known a lot of these boys since 11 years old, 12 years old. I'd, even one of my boys signed yesterday, uh, Luca Petrasso, for the first team. Mm-hmm. And his agent is one of my ex-players, Dylan Carrero, who made me feel really old. So, like, <laughs> that was a pretty cool uh, thing to see on Twitter and really, really proud again. And you said that, you know, you didn't want to get stuck in your comfort zone, which is a conversation we had with John Herdman about when he decided to leave the women's program. Yeah. He could feel he was you know, getting comfortable and enjoying it and wanted to push himself and had more goals. And so you're doing that. You're going to Sacramento, Sacramento Republic, USL. But did you tell us what your role is going to be with the club? So, yeah, I'm going to be the assistant coach uh, for the first team. Uh, the, the head coach is uh, a teammate of mine at West Brom. Mm. He was actually a younger player uh, in the reserves, Mark Briggs. I kind of took him under my wing, as I do with the younger players in, in uh, the teams and clubs that I've been on, give him a kick up the arse and, you know, told him a few home truths. And he managed to navigate his way to, to North America. He played for a bit. He won the championship in USL at uh, Real Salt Lake with their second team. And he's been, he's been trying to get me for a couple of years now. And I finally said, look, Now's the, the time I really need you, and I think it's a great opportunity. You've always said you want to live in California. Come and join me. So uh, Now, there's the Sacramento were an MLS. Correct. We're going to be an MLS franchise. Now, that ownership group has nothing to do with this team, correct? No, it's a new ownership group. Right. They're still intent on building a new stadium within the next year or two. And I, I think it's been put on the hiatus, the, the MLS dream. Mm-hmm. They're still waiting for investors, but I know that they're putting a lot of money behind the team this year and the players that they're they're recruiting. And I think it's still a big dream of theirs to to get into MLS. So it's not ten million bucks anymore. No, <laughs> twelve million was TFC, wasn't it? Was it ten? Ten. 10? Yeah. You know what Charlotte paid to come in this year? How much? Three hundred and twenty-five million. Wow. Charlotte. That's the expansion fee just to come in. To put that into perspective. <laughs> uh, Dan Wong picks his mouth up off the floor. Newcastle United just sold to the Saudis for 305 million pounds, right? 325 million US is about 240 million pounds. So you could almost buy a Premier League team for what now the MLS expansion fee is. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I was just reading how MLS wants to model and then break what the MLB is, right? Like that's who they're... They break, what do you mean break? Just kind of like, hey, we do have crossover uh, in the summer with the games, and they want to start taking away fans because MLB. I know. Oh, I know, sorry, you mean they're oh, competing with competing with? Yeah, sure. Yeah, with, with Marcus Spitz. I know uh, Danny's your youngest or your middle? youngest plays AAA. Yeah, yeah. and he he, uh, he loves the baseball. Yep. But you know, I always see on our Twitter people joking about baseball. Yeah going like it really is turning at least an older demographic older demographic and because the gate we've had covid the last few years the you know it's easy to get forgotten 
as a as a habit to buy tickets, right? Yeah. If you don't buy, like, remember we were talking about should you keep your tickets or not? Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the one of the guys mm-hmm. on Twitter, and it's like it's pretty easy to say no and not yeah. throw it back in. Again. MLS, you were quite aware of that when they signed in Sydney. I don't think they were that was something. Right, they're already paying for promoted ads on Instagram. <laughs> Be part of the family, just like the Red sponsored. Buy your <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Charm, what's uh, do you got a question for uh, number five or six? Right what's your twenty pre-planned question? Yeah, I got one for you. So, so Deej, now that you know you're leaving, you know what was it became your home, your family's home. You're revered. You're an icon in this city, but now you're going to coach and develop American footballers. Mm. Um, how long before we can start resenting you? <laughs> Great question. Uh, well done, Charge. I hear you tearing up right now. <laughs> 24 minutes. Fuck you, Dickio. Fuck you. Six months, maybe six months? Well, if the U.S. national team start improving again, you can't blame it on me, Shams. I'm nothing to do with that. <laughs> nothing to do with that. No, hey, man, I, you're part of the pyramid. It was actually um, cool because... Um, I spoke with John Herdman over, over Christmas, just uh, wish him a happy Christmas and New Year. And he asked me what I was doing and stuff. And I, I let him know, obviously, of my decision. And he was really complimentary and said, look, we've always wondered why you've never kind of made that step at Toronto FC. And I, I've got to give big props to you, you know, you, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're taking ownership of your, your development as a coach. So he wished her nothing but best for me. He's going to try and come down um, off his busy period. He's got a busy period coming up in the next two or three months, but he said it's his dream to live in California as well. So I said, look, you can come down for a Newcastle brown ale with me by my pool if you mm-hmm. want to jump. Anytime, you're always welcome. Well, actually, you could adopt him because he's only like five foot three, right? <laughs> Walk him into Old Navy, kids section, dress him up. Oh, gosh. That's right. Go, I'm adopting this young man. He's a, he's from a hard part of a steel working. Where is he from again? Newcastle. Yeah. No. Hey, Jordy. Concept. 27,000. 27,000. Your memory is good for some things. You're a big numbers guy. Am I? Hey, hey. My abacus. Hey. Hey, Deech, so yeah. it's, it's a serious one, though. So you, 2007, you arrived, right? And, and I think at that point, we were still a pretty naive footballing nation, right? I think that's pretty clear. Um, fast forward 15 years, what's been the biggest shift in, in Canadian soccer that you've seen? For sure, the, the national team, the way it's improved, but the resources that they've given this team now, um, the backing behind it, I still think, there could be much, much more in the media. I still think it should be televised live. I still think they should have ex-players involved, whether it be in the media, whether it be within the group. I know John's very big on that as well. Um, but I think the talent coming through, Shams, the talent's always been here, I feel, but it's never been nurtured in the right way. Kids have had to go off to university or go abroad to, to Europe, but now we have Three really, really good academies in Montreal, Vancouver, and TFC. But we also have some very, very good youth clubs in Vaughan, uh, Sigma, um, some good clubs obviously out in Calgary as well. Uh, Foothills do a great job. Uh, Edmonton do a great job. And is there a chance, Dan, that Danny, that there's you know the football becomes it's not hockey um, as expensive as that, but it, 
you know, being a part of some of these academies are getting pretty expensive. And a guy like Jonathan Davies, or sorry, Alfonso Davies, you know, is he is I would say I don't know if it's a soccer story as much as it is a community story that supported him around soccer to pay for fees and things like this, I understand. So how do we fix that? It's a problem in the States. It's a big problem. It's a big problem in North America. Remember Ebra came out and said that when he was in Los Angeles, he, he could not understand the registration fees for his kids when they were playing youth football right. in Los Angeles. He says, I could buy a team for that, a team's registration and uniform in Sweden, where he came from. And he's right. Like You have to make it more um, acceptable and more affordable for everyone to play. And I think you look at the U.S. women's team, and I think the majority of them are, are, are white. Yeah. Uh, well, no, yeah. it's changing a little bit in the U.S. I just feel that there's always going to be these outliers, and Alfonso was obviously one. There's two or three players that, that have grown up in Toronto that I know haven't been at academies, but the clubs that they're at, whether it be Woodbridge or Sigma, have paid for them to play. But they're still contradicting what you're doing to the 18 or 19 other players that are paying to play within that that team. So I think it's a bigger picture, Craig. It's, it's not the clubs themselves. It's maybe the federation or the associations need to lead a little bit better. Is it is it at the competitive stage or is that even at the house league stage that it's ridiculous? Well, it's competitive, but it starts very young. Yeah, it starts very young. Yeah, you're going to be, you know, and, and a lot of clubs will do deals with the parents. If you go out, say it's, if it's going to cost you five grand a year, yeah, go and get a sponsorship, like get three grand, and yeah. half of it you can take it off for yourself, and the other half goes to it. So you sound like shit, Sharps. Um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I can't even see it. <laughs> Dietz just mentioned it, and Herman explained that how the the you know the professionalization of the game in the last fifteen years is the biggest thing to kind of measure the growth. But what's happened in that same period is the profitization of youth football, mm. which is something I think Americans kind of had a handle on ten years earlier. And you have this gap. The Bradenton Academy and IMG was their way of kind of bridging that gap, where they found how do you get this great talent that maybe isn't affording to play in this travel system all the way through how do we mix in those players and you're starting to see the problem in that gap grow in canada which i think is quite surprising because the team fees here even in places like i think pickering there's a guy in the toronto aston villa group who uh, is involved with the pickering academy and yeah. their fees are like hockey, ice hockey fees yeah. i couldn't mm, believe yeah. it well ditch you've coached a lot of different ages right yep Walk me through a kid going from house league, and he's a star at every stage, like a Jonathan Osario, mm-hmm. as far as, so what age are they, hey, they're now playing at a certain level. Like, what age are you said, you're old enough to start being so competitive that it's like you're practicing all the time in Canada, in Toronto? In Canada, because it's, it's changing very much. I mean, in England now, Man City have an under five scene, which I I, no. I still can't believe. And I've seen the team photo with the guys standing there in their tracksuits, all proud because they're lined up with like five year olds. And it's baffling to me. For me, at the younger age groups, it's all about, you know, understanding that guided discovery, but also having fun, developing the love for the game, yeah. having fun. There's no. Referee, there's no managers. But is Man U paying 
these kids to be on the team or anything? Man? I want to say pay the kids, but they'll be paying the coaches a small fee. Right. Yeah, the kids don't get paid. But it's free for the kids to be involved. That's the yeah. difference that we right. in Canada, right? right. If, you, if you have a kid that's very talented, like if your child was very talented, you're paying a max fee to be involved in the most competitive competition around, and that usually involves a ton of travel, which has been the case with hockey, but now with soccer. Unless you're, you're in an academy. Like right. TFC, Vancouver, but there's Montreal. Only th- there's right. only three, which is still relatively new. It's free. Okay, so what age do they enter TFC Academy? We used to be at 10s and 11s, but now they've pushed that aside, and now they're going up to 13, 14s. But you say they're free. It's free, but then if they decide, hey, um, I would like to go to Europe and sign for somebody over there, and it's like, ooh, well – Hold on a second. Well, they can't actually do anything with clubs because they're under a certain age. But the majority of clubs will say if you're deciding to go to Europe, then you've cut all ties here with the academy. What does that mean? So you're no longer welcome to be part of the academy. But there's also... So if you have a year... Sorry, but if you have a year abroad and you don't like it, you're homesick, or you just want to come home, yeah, you are Canadian. But generally, if they think they're still good enough, okay, so they, they, you want to leave. Oh, okay. they'll add, what, 30, 30, I want to say 30 grand a year, like 25 to 30 grand. So next player. thing you know, wow. right, you've been at TFC for three years, and you, a team in the fourth division for tier in England has to pay 75 grand. No, they're not paying that. They might take you on a free. Right. Maybe, but right. they're not paying that. So they can hold you back a little bit. Hmm. Interesting. And do they? Yes. So we they've now developed a relationship with certain players, but most of the players that they're allowing to go to Europe are already signed. So okay. Jaquil Marshall, Roddy, Jaden Nelson, those guys, they've gone on to Europe to train. Mm-hmm. And if anything develops, then the clubs will have to pay a fee. But prior to being 18, you can go to Europe. Right. There might be some training compensation fee, but it's not going to be crazy, crazy. But it's enough that it scares yeah, it's teams enough. off for somebody that's coming over with zero experience. But at the same time, the clubs are in the right as well. If you're spending twenty five grand a year on a player, yeah, travel, yeah, resources, coaches, yeah. equipment. So but, you kind of balance it. But at the same time, they should know. I hope they know that going in. Like if the parents know it, hey, it's free. Nothing's free. Yeah. They got you by the short and curves, really. Jeez. Descriptive. <laughs> so you've, sp- you've spent the last, you know, since 2010, <laughs> 2009, coaching in the academy. Yeah. Um, you've coached with John Herman and the Canadian national team men. Now you'll be coaching in a professional men's environment. Um, how does that change things for you as a coach? I think it puts me into... A difficult situation. Mm. I was actually speaking to my wife about it today because dealing with teenagers and young 20-year-olds is going to be a lot different than dealing with grown-ass men. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I haven't worked with grown-ass men or dealt with grown-ass men before, but it's a totally different atmosphere and environment than a kid that's still trying to develop and get to the first team. You're now working with guys that are on one year, two year contracts and they need to play. They need to score goals. They need to be successful if they want to earn another contract. 
Now, if they're not playing well, that's my job and our jobs as coaches to try and help them and manage them. For me, and we've spoken about it before, Craig, there's a small part that's coaching tactically and technically or whatever you want to do, but the large part is managing the players itself. 75%, 60% is managing the players, their stuff off the field, on the field, mm. whatever's going on personally. Ted Lasso proved that. Yeah, so Ted can do it. You just got Apple TV. Can you tell? Who? Craig? Craig. Go on, boy. It's all of his, all of his <laughs> relatives. I didn't. No, my daughter did. <laughs> Sharms, you got one? Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, can, can we start calling you? Nigel, Nigel, Nigel can ask it away. <laughs> do, you, do you really want this one, Deitch? Hey, after that song from Nigel, Nigel like, I, you got to give him a chance. No. <laughs> uh, I got one. Nigel? If, uh, I have one. Shall I be? It's my turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Go on, so an asshole. Go on, no <laughs> <way>. <laughs> you an asshole. Yeah, go ahead, Symptom Simon. It's my question. I hear that. <laughs> my, listen, I've got to do it before my voice gives up because you can tell it's pretty close. Um, okay, here's one for you. What, what's the, um, the nickname of Sacramento? Oh, that's good. It's, it's a really strange nickname. It's the a, a dom, a dominant. He knows James. Sharms knows what it is. He's asking you. Yeah, just Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then he's going to ask you to dispel yeah, it's, something. It's, it's, in, it's in Spanish, which is unfair because Deitch is English and we know they only speak one language. No, no. I've been, I've been actually learning a little bit of Spanish as well, I've got to say. But it's the, the domino or the domino. Tell me it, Sharms. Go on. Well, there's a few apparently. I don't know what you're talking about. There's one, one the capital city, River City, but the one I like is the Big Tomato. The Big Tomato that suits me with my fucking big bald head. In Wait a <laughs> second, is it Ron Burgundy from Sacramento? Yes, <laughs> San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Oh, yeah. oh, be so good. Be so good. Um, we play in San Diego, so oh, I can see Ron. Uh, Brandon Donovan coaching that team. <laughs> yeah, oh, he wow. owns them as well, doesn't he? It's yeah. awesome. He owns them. Will you play Frankie Yellips team? Yeah, Monterey. They're two hours away from us. Are they uh, Are they ready to go next year? This year, this, this year, their first year. Yeah, yeah. Have they started already? I don't think they've started camp. They've They've only just signed a couple of players. So okay. camp starts on February the first. Uh, we already asked about the TFC best memory. Yeah. You also did television with a bunch of these gentlemen. <laughs> All of us. Not the best memory. The most memorable memory, like something you went, oh, fuck, that was hilarious. Or that was, there's got to oh, be a TV moment. Yeah, no, there was a couple. I mean. And also, you were always late. That's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 was, that was standard. <laughs> I wasn't late. I was just late. Late for television? For like their pre-meeting. You would always get under the wire. Yeah, I'll be like five minutes before we go to air. No makeup, maybe, but. He's just jump on. Yeah, yeah what we fucking. Did you ever go about? hungover? Yes. Are you talking about like on air? Hungover? On air, hungover. No, I was, Craig was hungover a lot. But I was... <laughs> In fairness, uh, they had a lot of 7 a.m. games. The, so mushrooms, I mean, the mushroom one was probably my worst. <laughs> that was your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> mushrooms, oh, everything. Yeah. No, we had a couple of funny ones. I mean, when uh, when the wrestler was on, he was good, huh? Yeah. Uh, Stu. We talked about him. Barrett yeah. recently. Bad news, Barrett was good. I, I think one real um, memory was when we were working with Dan Fernandez, and I must have mentioned something. Called, I said ballsy on there. I said he's got a lot of cojones and 
balls. Or bollocks. <laughs> I didn't say bollocks, I said ballsy. And then Dan in my ear said, I don't think you can say that. But we were live on air, so I said, what do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> were you on? Were you, were you talking on the microphone? Yeah. <laughs> but Craig was talking again, so I was like, what do you want to do? He said, you're still talking. I'm ready to still hear you. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was pretty good memory. <laughs> but, like, there was a lot of good stuff, even working early on with, with Dunny on the Euro show. That was pretty fun to do midweek. Doing the Fox show, like, with TR. The Fox show. That, that was, was your that start. Was that was your that first was... full-time TV gig. Yeah. Really, right? I think it was full-time. I was doing little bits and pieces on yeah. a Saturday. Yeah. My first bits and pieces with Shams on the footy show where uh, him and KJ getting a Sabutio out that was fun uh, trying to like make them aware of tactics and Shams had no idea what was going on the the, the Fox <laughs> show the, still don't no you're right the Fox show was a lot of fun I think anyone who watched the you know the Premier League on Sportsnet uh, until the end of it there could see your your growth as an analyst yeah um, on the Fox show you you had great opinions and great takes and you sounded very professional, but your body language was yeah. considerably <laughs> stiffer. You always looked like an assassin. It didn't matter. Like, like I'm like, you can smile. And he's like, oh, I am smiling. <laughs> Through gritted teeth. I am smiling. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Somebody said on Twitter, he's, 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 he's intimid- intimidating as fuck. I mean, honestly, if you don't know, like, oh, people yeah, don't know you. No. Like, no, he's not a serial killer either. Those no, guys right? don't have married, aren't married. Right. Best, You're like a, a like a contract killer. The best hate tweet that yes. I got when we did the Fox show was, who's the guy they jumped off, they grabbed off some float at the Pride Parade to sit next to Vinny Jones and do the soccer show? <laughs> was that you? They were referring to me. As the, yeah. I told, All of the insults I got were very homophobic. <laughs> really? All of them. I was the original Roy Kent. You were. Uh, I have a great Deech story from those Fox. Please. Uh, so this was Deech's first, you know, regular full-time kind of gig. And the, we did a demo. This show was put together very quickly. I think I can say all this now. Uh, I was the only anchor for six months. And I was hired nine days before this show launched, which was the start of the Premier League season. And Dickio and Thomas Rongan were going to be regular analysts. And uh, Lloyd Barker was also one. They moved from Montreal. And Bobby from Winnipeg uh, mm-hmm. was was a legend. We flew Bobby in for that first week, and so the night before, Bobby Leonard Uzi. No, no, <laughs> just some guy named Bobby. No, <laughs> one, one of my the stories off the rails. Look, on Charms. McMahon. Bobby, Bobby McMahon. McMahon. All right, yeah. legend. Yeah. The legend, Bobby McMahon. Steve McMahon's brother. Yeah, unforgettable. <laughs> so we're we're doing this. We're doing this full full act demo the night before and it was the first time i'd done anything with deech and it, it was with uh, rongan who i'd done one thing with before and deech i knew a little bit but certainly not well and we were all you know learning on the fly here trying to replicate a one-hour show and it did not go well and at the end of it deech says hey dunny i know i'm new to this game but I don't think that went very well. <laughs> and I said, Deech, your instincts are correct. That's the worst bit of television I've ever done. And I have no idea how we're going to launch tomorrow. We were live in literally 24 hours. <laughs> 24 hours. How'd, they, how'd the was, live show go? The sincerity in which she said, oh, I know this isn't my field. I don't want to line here. You would know, you're the expert in this department, but I feel like that didn't go well. That's amazing. 
Yeah. At, the, at the footy show when you started each uh, so there's four of us four Brits right myself KJ you and Robbo Carl Robinson right two of whom were just off, off the boat and like your accent was so strong back then but as I spoke to you my accent would get stronger as well and we just get emails coming in the next day saying I have no idea what you four people were saying <laughs> for an entirety of broadcast no clue the accents were just so strong Really, uh, and it was it's quite amusing. But as time went on, like your accent softened a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you it's know, it's, it's a big difference now compared to that. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> got but Canadian. You got all yeah, you got all soft. Right, but it didn't soften enough. No one's ever come up to Deech and say, "Hey, what part of it? Australia are you from?" No, no, I get <laughs> that. I get that. I get really Australia, yeah. South Africa. Oh wow! Well, they're right out of touch. They probably yeah, yeah. never left Ontario. <laughs> yeah, where, where 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 are they asking you this in Oshawa? Every time I go to North Bay, they'd say, what part of Australia Charms, you told a great story. Do you have a question? Uh, yeah, out of all of us, um, that's a pretty obvious answer, this, I guess, but out of all of us in Footy Prime, who are you going to miss the most? <laughs> it's only one guy. That's Nigel. JC, isn't it? Nigel. Yeah. Oh, huh? <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. Fucking Nigel, man. Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> Killing me, you. Really. I'm so miffed being locked in his basement and just... Living on fucking toenails and toenails and <laughs> canned beans. No, in canned beans. No, he never gave me canned beans. <laughs> gave me some skin to that. Like, oh, I'm just some... making myself gag with toenails and pubes. <laughs> the other, oh, night, got me right the other here. night I had to open up a can of cold beans, British beans. Yeah. Cold, cold. Cranked them down. Cold. Cranked them Why down. You, like dog food. Them up. Nah, I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> cold beans yeah. are way better. I'm with you. Takes too long. Oh. <laughs> Can't put it in the microwave in the tin. So uh, my question, before I get to another story, but my question is, uh, so we've done TFC, we've done uh, TV, funniest or stupidest memory about Footy Prime for the last two years? Funniest. Or something memorable. Yeah. Because I do remember we had a couple. When, 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 when Wonga fell over in the studio. <laughs> At the studio. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> Took out everything in slow motion. Yeah. And it's I thought so I was funny. leaning against like a desk and I missed <laughs> the desk. And Sharps, Sharps sees me falling, I think. Could have caught me or helped me. Just watches me go and laughs, points at me. Everybody time. else is laughing at poor little Walker. <laughs> it took like 10 minutes. Poor little Walker. It took like 10 minutes for you to go down. Oh, I'd ravel off the courts, yeah, remember? I, I had time to get around the desk, but oh. I didn't think I would have. That's when we got into Alex's truck that night. That's right. Just to take pictures. Oh, yeah, and your hips were shot. Yeah, it was like um, an old lab. That was, that was laughable, too. You couldn't get up into a truck? No, struggling. Oh, we, had to, we had to lift him into yeah. a truck. It's like, are you doing some yoga? He's like, like John Cleese, like Ministry of Funny. What? Like, he was just trying to go, <laughs> are, are you kidding me? Are I'm, your jeans too tight? I'm interested to see, uh, you know, in a year from now, what Deech will be like having lived in California. You're going to look Sicilian, for one. Yep. You're going to be drinking green juice and be like, oh, sorry, guys, can't have a pint. I don't do that anymore. Hair plugs like Fabio. No, I drink, uh, I drink beet juice, which has got a real alcoholic kick if you still want the buzz. But you're going to be a vegan. Uh, fake tits. Yoga. <laughs> Can you imagine? He walks in. We have him. Hey, get on. Get on. No, guys, I can't get on for the next couple of weeks. All right. He shows up. There's Ditch with two 42 Bs. Oh, him. Trying to get it. Oh yeah! Oh, that's there. We're gonna, we're gonna put that. Yeah. We're gonna put that on good old, good old Twitter. Oh, I thought you mean actually. Deech, I thought you meant his was, wife. 
<laughs> Frankie's missus. She she was she turned old Callan. Did she? Oh yeah, did the old works. Yeah, my missus is like that anyway. Not like oh, well, oh. she's a very she's an alternative. Yes. I'm talking about yeah. She yeah. she's she had a fit into. Yeah. Yeah. She was drinking acai berry juice before yeah. people knew how to pronounce it. Yeah, right. she was drinking that birth. Yes, exactly. She was born in Brazil. No. At birth, she'd been in New York. Her parents were sort of like, yeah, they were yippies as well. So, yeah. I've got some some rapid fire questions that I thought were a little Toronto suited. Want to okay? Go do that. Okay, let's do um, some rapid. Danny Dickio. Rapid? Are these rapid antigen fire tests? No, they, these are not <laughs> rats. No, these work. These are more reliable than rapid antigen tests. Charms, you've got you've got this creepy little about a second too late giggle going on and. It's like you're you're I'm burying Michael Corrin in your basement or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not giggling at all. No. What is that? You're just breathing. Just struggling. It's, it's my lungs. Sorry, brother. Go B. Rapid fire, Danny Dicchio. Your favorite Toronto food. Toronto food. Ooh. Could be a restaurant or something that you you know. Oh, you oh I know. Some some business that your buddy owns, maybe. I know. <laughs> I, I do love a balty pie. There you go. <laughs> but no, one of my favorite things coming to Canada is poutine. I love poutine. Yeah. Mm. My boys love poutine as well. But all the English people that come to Canada and I go, fuck, you got to taste this like this I poutine. Don't like it. I don't like it. They're like, this is fucking horrible. Horrible. Like, but you guys eat shit in England. Like, yeah. Chips they... and gravy is like normal in England. Chip Curry sauce on chips oh, is normal. That. Curry sauce. The yeah. curry yeah. sauce? The liquor yeah. sauce? Liquor? What the, what the fuck's that? Oh, I love liquor. I love pie mash. Oh, it's green but, and it's... I was like, why is it key? green? But yeah, poutine, poutine. Um, I went to uh, uh, England. I was in... I think I was in Shropshire to a chippy afterwards. Yeah. And uh, the chippy said, uh, I only have... I asked for chips and something. He said, I only have chips and curry sauce. And I went, yeah, I'll get curry chips. And he went, no, no, no. Curry sauce. And I went, yeah, I get you. And he's so confused because he thinks he's talking to an American. And the guy next to me, I looked at him and I'm like, what's this guy's problem? And he's like, whoa, I thought you were that guy from Real Madrid. I'm like, what? My friends say, I thought that was Danny Welbeck. You guys have had way too many drinks. Because you think I look like Danny Carvajal from Real Madrid. And this gentleman next to me looks like Danny Welbeck. He did look at Danny Welbeck. We got a picture. But yeah, (laughs) chips and curry sauce. Not as good as poutine. Really? All depends on where the where the, where the curry sauce is, the quality of the curry. Yeah, sauce. maybe in Blackburn or uh, Bradford. In Bradford, maybe the Not curry Black sauce is yeah. Chester, Bradford, Luton, Manchester's probably good. Yeah, but Chester, Chester, mm-hmm. Green That's Street. Your your favorite family activity or place to visit in Toronto? Since you are a father in of nineteen, in Toronto yeah. or in Ontario, you can stretch out if you want to take us to Tobermory, but. Not the question, but you can stretch it out if you want. Since you are a father of eight, you've done a lot of family things. <laughs> and I got two dogs, so I love being outside. Dags. What's What's the the second one? And he hunts them. How many legs, oh, how many legs of your yeah, two dogs? Sorry, I've got to say my daughter's got a new dog. She's got a great story here, by the way. So my daughter has kind of struggled a little bit over COVID, so we got her a COVID puppy. Didn't do any research, but she wanted a beagle. Right. Fuck me. <laughs> Energy. Energy? Have you heard the fucking a beagle howl? Yeah, they're hound dogs. <laughs> Seven yes. o'clock in the morning. Yeah, the last fucking dog I would get. Fuck, so there's me getting a beagle pup. She loves this beagle pup. He didn't do after, it. After research. two weeks, I'm like, holy oh. shit. This dog, 
All he wants to do is fuck. She wants to do is fucking sniff everywhere. Sniff fucking. She's like a Hoover. We can never let she's it off. I, I let it off in a di- baseball diamond enclosed, but we can never let it off in the forest because it will never come back. But fuck, does it howl? <laughs> like you can hear it down the street. You and the neighbors have said, it. "You got a new puppy?" So, oh, fuck yeah, we have. Yeah, so they might. Actually do <laughs> How much is your daughter actually doing to? Wait. My daughter's disowned the pup already. There oh you no! Go. No. Yeah, so what sharp, are you doing with it? But Beach, when you move down there, like, do you do you quarantine the dog for a few months, like they used to, or do you? How does it work? Say that again. When you when you move down to the states with a dog, like, how do you end up? Like, do you do you quarantine like you used to, or do you? get a special passport or what yeah no I think, it's, I think it's a passport because it's going from canada to uh, the u.s i know that when we brought the dogs over i had two boxes when i first came over from england to to canada there to do a quarantine for a bit so right. i think it's just they have to do a health check passport but about a bing and then we have to fly him down remember frankie had to bring his dog over from and it was a great dane mm. they don't live very long right no six i think I think Seven years. how much it costs. It's like a fucking horse. Big boy, yeah. Right? Comes over to Florida. I think he died like days. Every time they take a dump, <laughs> like they're losing half their, like, this. you know what? They're amazing dogs. Like, they, I think they, they're ridiculous. They're, they're so docile. Like, and yeah, but they were like, weren't they like a ferocious dog at one point? They trained them into being this gigantic, weird puppy. They, you I know, think like, well, I, sure. it was a great, it was. Great at one point. <laughs> Sorry. I just I mean they the profitization of youth soccer to how useless the great names are. I think the great names are. I think yeah. if I was a dog, I'd be a great thing. Well, you only live for seven years. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just big and gangly and, and fucking useless. That's a good well, one. Well, you are really. What would, what would Wonga be if he was a dog? <laughs> this is a good one that we're playing now. Uh, he'd be a chow chow. Because he's like, oh, he's like big sh- but fluffy. <laughs> and he's Show-show. like, uh, I'll take that's anyway. just racist. Dude. Yeah, what a son of a bitch. Yeah, did they come what, would, what would Craig be? Oh, Craig is a galoot of a dog. No, Craig's one of them racing dogs. Ray- Greyhound. Yeah. yeah, he's a Greyhound. Oh, oh see at Wimbledon. Whip yeah. it. And like, like one of those frisbee dogs that jump really high for frisbee. <laughs> those were always whippets. I went to a stag <laughs> at Wimbledon. That's what I was thinking. Were he the frisbee dogs? No, no, it was a Greyhound. Oh. Yeah. All right, that's so just because you're drunk. Like chow Chow. And then they went and went to the with you, and they just throw you to the curb. Chow Chow, Greyhound, Great Dane, what's Dunny? Ooh. Charms? Oh, it's not some designer dog. Yeah. Um, oh, some, yeah. Some, Dalmatian. Some little... A Dalmatian. Yeah, yeah, I could see him being a Dalmatian. He's got to have like, his spots perfectly right around his yeah. body. He's there'd be, there'd be poodle. Poodle. I thought you were going to say around his asshole. <laughs> there'd be this perfect tattooed circle right around his anus. Just, no, and maybe like just a... around the pucker. Yeah. Maybe, 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 uh, maybe a Dalmatian <laughs> cross with a Datsun. There'd be some poodle in him. He'd be a Datsun? Because the way well, he, he runs. That's that's some cherry. All right, so we've got Dalmatian. What about Jeff? Nigel Nigelson. He'd be a boxer. He's a leg humper. A leg humping that's boxer, it. yeah. I, no, you know what? It, it would Maybe be smaller. Smaller. Bulldogs? Bulldog, smaller. yeah. Sure. Jimmy's bulldog. Did you just get a teacup something? I did. Oh. We rescued a dog from a kill shelter in Texas. I mean, I love that. Don't get me wrong. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You had a beautiful dog, dog though. Shit. Was there no dogs Cinnamon. nearby that needed saving? Well, <laughs> just drop that the wrong way. Yeah, we're pretty bougie. Step into this. Like, Deeds, we love America. This was so. for my
What are you butt dialing? Yeah, How play do you it? Have, uh, we'll play, you play it at the end. Play it at the end. I fucked up. Fuck you, D. Fuck you, D. I'm going to go, you are welcome to we'll me like half an hour ago. We'll change yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> All right, so we've got Bulldog Jeff. Lastly, what's Shams? I got Shams to a T. Raven. Oh, hold on. I think Shams would be, he's one of those dogs that like a lot of bark, but not. No bite? Not a lot of bite. They, they run so, away. Yes. No, no, not a little dog. Jack not Russell. A little, not a little dog. Okay, well, I'm going to I'm gonna say, your, everyone close their eyes. Jack Russell. I'm going to say some descriptive words for Charms. You think of the first <laughs> dog that comes in. Right. Okay, so first one. Uh, soft. Second one. Uh, whiny. Golden whiny. Retriever. <laughs> no, they're not whiny. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Golden Retrievers? Yeah, that's right. Because they're so fucking in the I might sound whiny right now, but I'm not generally whiny. Like floppy bull mastiff. You know, we're like, we're like uh, yeah. turn on a hooch dog, like fucking <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, just yeah. slobber everywhere. Actually, you're totally right. Now, bull mastiff. Yeah. Well, he was watching Snooker again. What I is going on with you, man? Oh, I know my, you have my, COVID. But you've been watching far too much snooker. You know, because I'm in quarantine with the missus and my daughter, like they are, they are appalled at what I do on my days off. Because all I do is watch snooker, and they can't believe it. They hate me right now. But you're like, oh, I'm I'm so ill. Steve you know, Davis. I was. I, was on I the love couch. Steve Davis. Oh yeah. Blanket. I uh, I don't have COVID, but uh, my wife is an actor, so she's home a lot, and I'm home a lot, and she's appalled by what I do during the day and watch Sunday <laughs> and. The Carabao Cup and the Saudi Supercopa. Oh, my God. Asian threesomes. I watched on BN Sports today. <laughs> Asian threesomes. Oh, my God. Is that curling? <laughs> We've yes, done it. It's a, it's a new Olympic We've curling. got kicked <laughs> off the internet also. He's <laughs> talking about the Olympic curling sport. Yeah. It involves three curlers yeah. curling rocks down the ice sheet. Naked. Really? <laughs> Preferably. But mixed doubles curling is great. Ice, though, isn't it? Yeah, the two people? Yeah, to have two women and two men co-ed curling, mixed doubles, it's great. They also have uh, one man, one woman, where it's called pairs curling now. Co-ed. I think you're thinking of what I described, which would require two... No, no, this is my point. They only have two people. <laughs> really? new, new event. Look it up. Oh, you wow. got, aren't you doing the Olymp- Winter Olympics? I guess just, well, <laughs> fucking research, Johnny. Expo- research. Yeah, fraud, <laughs> fraud Felix over here doing no research like a beagle adopter. It's like, Don't mention beagles. Oh. Don't mention beagles. And, and also, bangles. there's bangles. a beagle for sale out in Etobicoke. <laughs> Yeah, so Dave Starkey, Doug Simonite, any of you uh, great footy primers, if you're looking for a dog, yeah, we might have a hookup for you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And don't. we'll send you a, a copy of Dero My Life, the yeah. autobiography of your Rosario. Just for taking it off my hands, yeah. yeah. Just B, you were doing a rapid fire that got off the rails quite we only quickly. Answer, we only answered two. I know. Did you even say what place you take the kids? Or are you no. allowed to go? No. You never, so you only answered Each, one. It's rapid fire, man. Sorry, just, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Answer quickly, uh, too. I love, Aquarium, the zoo. No, I love, like I love just going for walks in little trails, but it's not in Toronto. It's outside. And I love Muskoka as well. Muskoka's mm. in my favorite spot. When I penned that question, it was like, sometimes I just want to get certain words out of Deech. And so I thought I would get Casaloma. That's no. what I was expecting. What? That's not my spot. No. no. Okay, fair. Your favorite Toronto radio station? 
Radio. Did you ever get into the Drive at Five Street mix on Z103.5 with DJ Danny D? No, I heard about him. I met him. He actually came in. I think he did an audition at uh, Sportsnet once. Fox. He did. At Fox. And yeah. I, I, I kind of met him then. Um, <laughs> no, mine's the, the classic station, classic rock, 97.3. Boom. 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 That's yeah, I love that shit. Yeah. Ah, they play classic 80s and 90s. Yeah, on exactly. There. That's my that's my jam. Worst road to drive on. Ooh, there's a lot. That drive that you took from TFC training ground there down to, to yeah. downtown to Dufferin. Dufferin's terrible. Uh, steals steals is terrible yeah deference always like from the top from the stadium like CAA worst ranked yeah. nightmare yeah. the no road works I don't know they're, they're always doing road works there's always potholes like I don't know if it's the same in every northeast city in North America but Montreal's even worse the weather doesn't help does it <clears throat> your, they don't have to be current yeah uh, but as long as they're non-TFC your favorite Toronto athlete ooh good one Favorite Toronto athlete? Mm. Danny Dicchio. <laughs> Rapid fire. Geez. Danny yeah. D. Yeah. Danny yeah. D. Now he's like super thoughtful. No, you strike me as a you strike me as like a Jose Batista guy. No, but are they, do they have to be from Toronto? They just have to have played. In oh, Toronto. played for Toronto. They could uh, be from Toronto if you want to take someone. Toronto like, sports guy. Who, who are you thinking of? Wiggins? Like Nobody's GTA from Toronto. Guy? Yeah, he was going very local. He's going, who's from Etobicoke? No, 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 I wasn't going there. Rob Ford no, this, <laughs> played high school football. In the TFC connection, uh, There's, there's got to be some MLSC guys. Do, 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 had some good from from do, Toronto, do, do. from that area, I would say Degrassi. Yeah. I think he's Degrassi. a pretty cool guy. Degrassi, sorry, not Degrassi. That's where Drake. <laughs> that's a legendary Drake, TV show. He was a great athlete. Which would probably be Canada's Coronation Street yeah, equivalent. That's the yeah, next question. I like when when he uh, when he played for Toronto. I liked um, the guy that played basketball for the Raptors who won us the title that year. Kawhi. Kawhi. I thought he just came in, done his job. No Assassin. questions asked. Yeah, the and floor left. and left. It's like yeah. dropped the mic. Like when Jose went uh, to Inter Milan and won the treble. Uh, uh, Don't mention that. Sorry, I forgot. Damn it. He hates the Net Azzurri. Remember? Yeah. Hates everything black that. and blue. He's going to exactly. I'll, I'll leave you black and blue. <laughs> so, what's the next question? <laughs> uh, that was the end of my list, but he'd said oh, something. Oh, was it three questions? It was five, Craig. Oh. Well, how many did you bring to the table? Oh, lots. Oh, there he goes. Craig and Danny, one on one. Yeah, let's go, X Pro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When did one you first know you were going bald? This is a long time before. Who told you first? Before I arrived, I thought I was a liar. Yeah, this this was probably at West Brom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 2002. I had the little Ray Reardon going on. I was still trying to hang on at the front, but the the wingbacks were really kicking on. Roberto Carlos and Cafu were really pushing on. (laughs) And I just thought, stop hanging on to this. Just fucking buzz cut it, and then I moved to Mill, and it was eventful that I should just get a skinhead because to be but the big part of Mill, you have to be a skinhead. That was it. Mm. That was yeah. It. That's so and perfect. The uglier the better. The uglier the better. You got too many teeth. That that is the, fucking English poetry right there. Yeah, yeah. I went to Mill, and it's but you had this thing. You had the hair. You had the mullet. You had the oh, yeah. all that, right? 
that's probably why I went bald, though, Craig, because I had it so long. Yeah. I, I like proper Tarzan hair when I was younger. When did you? When was your last ponytail? Because you were sporting a ponytail for a while there. So that was my ra- that was my raving ponytail, though. Okay, but when did you just go? Okay, because did you have a mullet? Did you go mullet at no, any point? No, I was just long like Doc Tanyan. Yeah. So when did you lose? When was the last time? I went time? to Italy. I had to cut it off before I went to Italy. Did you have to cut it off because it looked weird or because you went, I got a fresh start? Yeah, I just, got, I just wanted to be clean cut. Yeah, I just, I don't know. No, I, it's because it, of Baggio had the uh, monopoly yeah. on ponytails. Yeah. Baggio just what missed, was that? Yeah, Baggio Baggio. missed the penalty and I was like, no, I can't do the ponytail anymore. What was that, Sharms? I said it's because Roberto Baggio had the monopoly on ponytails, the divine ponytail. He was a famous footballer. Yeah, I know who I know who Baggio is. Google him, Warner. I know. 1982 World Cup. I got and, it. And because what? I was <laughs> no 86. No. no. 90. US 94. Hey, 83. With all due respect, <laughs> World Championship. With all due respect, Wonger looks 38, but he's actually 68. So the years blending it. The years are blending. Wonger knows a few things. Now he started off with zero. Knowledge about football. No, okay. I, I go respect. Then, I go respect for one of well, we absolutely. Up. He's built yeah. himself up, but he gets a little cocky. So <laughs> he throws out, you know, oi, Baggio in '82. What the? Fuck? No, who was it in '82? Italian team. Rossi. That's Rossi won the World Cup. Yes, Baggio was not before the I know he, he kicked it over the at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know, That's kicked it up, and penalty. everyone had baggy outfits then. Yeah. The shorts were because. Mm. My brother was in the military, and they were the same kind of baggy. They just made baggy shorts, yeah. a million of them. But they, they were short. sell them to everybody. Short but baggy. No, they, no, they were baggy, baggy. They were like, everyone had baggy shorts back then. In mm. the soccer, like, everything was baggy right now. Every football club's, like, you were mm. full right in it. And you were, yeah, the shirts you were had baggy, you had basically rugby. Each was it. Yeah, yeah, you guys had full rugby shirts almost, eh? Now they're, like, skin tight. But because I was receding and I had long hair, I just thought, I don't want to look like Steven Seagal. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's no. not bad. You look pretty good. You didn't yeah, want to look yeah, like yeah. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, you know, you know, yeah. you're like long and bald. Like, you're like, come on, buddy, just cut it. Yeah. But then you're probably wondering, what the fuck am I going to look like? Yeah. My buddy on, on Twitter, the Iron Sheik, he fucking hates Hulk Hogan as well. He wished me all the luck on Twitter as well. The Iron like, Sheik. Yeah. He's got a uh, a documentary on Prime right now. Has he? Yeah. No, no, not the Iron Sheik. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never met him in my life, but he tweets. Really? Like, direct message me. <laughs> the, the legend. The legend, huh? Said, yeah. I want to wish you all Come the best on. in your career. But remember, what, fuck Hulk you? Hogan. Did you phone <laughs> No, on Twitter. He said that? Yeah. He said, fuck Hulk Hogan. There's a couple of twins from, <laughs> I think they're from Brampton, who started working with him and kind of revitalized his career on social. Yeah. So I wonder if perhaps maybe there's a maybe. connection there. I don't know. I have no idea. Could be that. I'm not to say have that. Have you seen Steven Seagal recently? Sorry? Have you seen Steven Seagal recently? you seen pictures? No, no, I haven't. Is it bad? You got to Google him. He's, he's, it's not good. <laughs> and he's had some work done. Yeah, he looks like a yeah. big. He looks like a one of those floats on Thanksgiving Day, in New York City. Big bulbous head. His head could float away. He's got like a built-in bobblehead because he's got so much on. stuff, and it's like his head just keeps getting bigger. Hang on. Oh, he made some good movies back in the day. Oh, though. he did. Yes, he did. 
give us one, Jeff. What was it? Oh, that one on the death. boat with the Chinese Mark, terrorists. Hard to kill. Hard to kill, yeah. Mark for death. Hard to kill is great. Mark the, uh, the, uh, the one with the under train. Siege. Oh, Un- Under Siege 2. Oh, yeah. Under Siege 1 was the, was the boat. Yes. Wow. With the woman who was in Playboy. Erica Ella. Ella. She was in Baywatch, yeah. Yes, she was like yes. the first. Erica Elena, yes. yes. Go on, Sean. Of Charmin knows. She was the yeah. first gal yeah. that gave me feelings in my in, your, in, in the groin. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that's a good one. It's interesting. Oh, you know that was for me? Robin Givens. Really? She was my first celebrity crush. Raquel she, Welsh. Wow. 10,000 year BC oh, when she was running around. Yeah. That wasn't the one that you that was running on the beach. Who's the one running oh, on the beach to the beach? Bo Derek. No, I was. Yeah, I was with Heather two. Thomas. Oh yeah, she was big. Heather Locklear too. Mine yeah. was Pamela Anderson. Oh, Same yeah. as Borat. No, that wasn't yeah. your first crush. You were playing pro then. What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> yeah, he was. It was like, when yeah. Baywatch was on, you were already pro for five years. Yeah, but I was. I wasn't thinking of girls back then. I was just football, 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 dunning. What a boring life footballers yeah. live. It was Helena Christensen and his wife. Oh, yeah, yeah. Helena Christensen, the model. Yeah. yeah. And then who was the other one? Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. Like Bora. Uh, speaking of funny crushes, uh, so in the pandemic, everyone's like watched some type of series, right? Like blasted through a marathon of movies. Um, I did Harry Potter, the Harry Potter series. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Helena Bottom Carter. She was the crazy witch. She was like, uh, she she killed all Harry Potter's loved ones. Yeah. What a rocket. She was in the monkey movie as well, wasn't she? No, the she was movie. in uh, Fight Club, and she was hot in Fight Club, too. Yeah, she, she always in the monkey movie. Person. What's the monkey she movie? Planet of the uh, Planet Oh, of the yeah. Apes, yeah. <laughs> the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lots. <laughs> one, one more rapid fire. This came from you mispronouncing Andre de Grasse, Canadian Olympic mm. legend, by the way, who only comes home with medals. Every... Competitions he's been at, World Championships, Olympics, or he's bronze, or silver. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Every time. Um, but a super nice guy as well. Top class guy. Your favorite, you can make it a movie, but it has to be quintessentially Canadian. Television show or film. Or band. Very Canadian. Or band. If you want to take the music, you can. If you've got a lead. So I got, I got, Don't say Nickelback. i got to be honest here. I never heard of this band before I came to Canada. In the first couple of years... Guys were playing in the in the locker room and stuff like that. Tragically hip, and like I was like, "Who the fuck is this? <laughs> like, it's fucking terrible." And then after like five or six years, I really started getting into him. And then obviously, I think it's four, three or four years ago, he passed away, and I was really, really into them. And it was tragically hip. Oh wow! Never heard of them in England. We we they don't we don't know of them in England. I don't know mm. if he's popular in the states. No, never made it. No, no, never made no, it. No, never really. made it in the states. They're a bit of a. We're on SNL Hall. Yeah, that's because Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. For, he was hosting, and he forced them because yeah. he's from yeah. Kingston and Ottawa, and oh. that's where they're from. So I take CDs back to England. Yeah. A, we, we're a really I, I cool band. Like I'm one of the one of the big memories of being here. Like I went to many good concerts. I love Arcade Fire, who's a, a big Canadian band as well. One of my favorite bands. Going to their concerts. Outdoor, the Budweiser stage at, at the Air Canada Centre, as it was back then. But getting into the Tragically Hip, who I know is a very historic band here, um, was was really cool. Corey Hart. I, I'm sure you're a huge fan of Corey Hart. Corey Hart. <laughs> Sun, sunglasses at night. 
I'm wearing my sunglasses at night. He's the poor man's Is he? Who is the poor man's Bruce Springsteen? But it's funny because I said, I gave it away. I had no idea that was your answer, but that's just the quintessential like Canadian band. So I looked at Jeff and said, like, oh, it's got to be Charles. I think he. You would have picked someone else. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Really? Who's who's your favorite Toronto FC player ever that you played with? Oh, good question. That you played with? Like, oh, we already know this. Colin Samuel. Like played with for <laughs> quality or played with for Frencher and no, Banter? You, you like them. Yeah, you're, you're Andy most, Welsh. Most likable. No, well, well, Jimmy was my roommate, and I think Jimmy made it a lot more easier for me to transition from – English football to Canadian football because he was the captain here. He hadn't lived here in like I think eleven years or so that he'd been in England. Yeah, I, don't, I don't I don't know how many years he was in England. Longer, actually, a little bit longer actually. But he was so English, but also Torontonian. And him coming back was special for him. So to be part of his return. But also to have the banter of yeah, he understood the he understood my yeah. banter. He understood what I needed to, to get by and he was yeah. a big help for me. So yeah. no, I got a lot of fun memories with Jimmy who I love like a brother. Um, we invited him down, but he uh, declined. That's all right. He's a yeah. bit, <laughs> got a lot of stuff going well, on. He lives up in, yeah, I gotta get yeah he lives flight. in Alaska. So you can take, you can take <laughs> him to San Antonio with you. Sacramento. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy will end up in San Antonio. <laughs> no, Jimmy will find his way. He'll get a job somewhere. I know he will. But, uh, Playing wise, that's a good question for quality. You know who I really loved playing with uh, was Wolfie Armado Guevara, nah. who mm. was a Honduran guy who didn't speak much English. But Lobo. yeah, I got on really well with him. Um, but really talented guy, super super uh, cool. And he didn't have a good name in the league. He really didn't. He, um, mm. I think he had bad problems at New York or wherever he was. But he came into Toronto and. Just a, a really stylish player, knew the game. I had a good understanding, good connection with him on the on the pitch. So, One of the best Hondurans ever. Yeah, I think yeah, he managed them for a little bit, didn't he? I, I think, think he did. When yeah, he did. Did he not take them to the World Cup? No. Okay, it wasn't that Boston. It was um, after that. Good question, though, Danny. I like that. It was the father of the Toronto SC PR girl. What's her name? Alejandra. Alejandro. He had no. He had Colombia. I don't think he's done. Uh, he's not done Honduras. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's Colombia. He's he, coaching he, Colombia now. I think. Yeah. Charms. Charms. You got something to say? Check it out. Um, While these guys are talking about. Oh, oh yeah. Here's one for you, Deej. It's not really a question. Just uh, um, describe to us what it was like playing under Mo Johnston. Ooh, that's a good one. So I told you the original story from when I arrived in Toronto and I was still at Preston and they, they wanted to get me in sharpish because they hadn't scored a goal and he was trying to get rid of the striker at the time, which I think was Connor Casey. He just got a job in the US somewhere. So I signed and he got me across very, very quickly. Family come across and I've signed a contract and BMO, I walked out. I've gone, fuck me. This, like, I knew it was a new stadium. Walking through the tunnel and I'm starting to walk out. And I'm going, holy shit, that grass is really green. 
looked beautiful for this was April. Normally in England, April <laughs> feels just shit. It's all mucky and all muddy, <laughs> frozen from the the mud. The yeah, floor. So yeah, I'm thinking, fuck. This is Toronto. I thought like pictures would be frozen. Showing great nick. So I started to walk out over the concrete onto the, the supposed grass. And I'm going, <laughs> this is not grass. <laughs> There's like black pebbles in it as well. So I, I spoke to the guy who was our media guy at the time. I said, is that AstroTurf? He said, yeah, it's good, isn't it? I went, no. <laughs> I said, and we play on this. He said, yes. He said, you also train on it every day. I went, oh, fuck. Why? I went, I've had two back operations and training on that. Yeah. You have a history for not doing your research. Yeah. (laughs) You should know that after working on sports that week. (laughs) That might be the best time comedic drop. Craig has ever had. Leave the room, Craig. Oh, Get the fuck out. Drop, drop your vape or your mic, whatever yeah. that is. Drop the beagle. <laughs> drop the. I told you not to mention beagles. <laughs> Bengals. He said he's got Cincinnati winning the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow. <laughs> Buddy, they're playing my radius. What are you talking about? Oh, give over. Okay, Ditch. My, my, my Ditch, I'm the so most famous person, yes. non-athlete, that you met and got along with. James Sharman. In... In Canada? Because of Canada, yeah. No, I don't care. Whole career. I want to hear. Most Excuse- famous person. Yeah. Other than a, other than another footy player. Even a QPR or something. Holy shit, that's a, that's a good question. Craig's going down his list now. No, like, listen, I'm, I'm not one for big stars celebrities man but that's why it's interesting yeah you don't go looking for them you don't go out of your way to go oh i'm going to the and i never i never concert or no but i never (laughs) ran in them circles either i tell you one one cool story that i had when i was at qpr and i was djing back then and one of my good friends who was my training buddy he he was a guy that was kind of hired to pr make me a little bit bigger Right. And he was this small little long haired guy, but he was a club promoter as well. So that's how I got on with him. He ran two or three clubs down in um, London. One was called, fuck, what was the one on? I can't remember. It was Emporium or something. And um, he said one one evening after our gym session, he said, listen, um, come with me after the gym session. Let's go downtown. Um, there's a pub and there's a party going on there. I was like 19 at the time. I said, yeah. <laughs> pull my leg, pull my leg. <laughs> Tell me who the party's for. And he's like, he's already sitting in the car. He's like, just come. Like, I assure you, you'll like it. So, all right. All right. You, don't have to, you don't have to ask me twice. Let's get a gear on. Let's go. So we went down to London. And it was, in, it was I think it was in St. John's Wood somewhere. It wasn't actually downtown in the center of London. And we get into this pub. And this pub is packed, packed. And my trainer guy his name Paul had long hair down to here he's a right little scruffy guy he had a tattoo of Paul on his lip in lip here oh, tats geez. everywhere so we're in this bar and as soon this as is he, your trainer this is my trainer yeah why would he have his name foot, I don't tattoo, know like fucking he had tats everywhere and he got his he must have got bored or run out of spaces so he had his <laughs> name tattooed here <laughs> anyway so we get into this pub it's a pub it's not a, like a bar or anything it's a pub and it's packed as soon as we get in there, he's off. He's off mingling. And I'm like, 
this tall guy with long, kind of longish hair, just standing out like a sore thumb. So I'm you speaking, me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm drinking, just speaking to people. And he comes over about half an hour later. He's like, oh, have you met uh, this guy here? So I'm like, no, but introduce me. So we're, we're, we're talking. And then about an hour after being in the pub, he's gone, I want you to come over here and meet the, the lead singer. So I've gone, the lead singer? Like, what, what fucking place are we in at the moment? He's gone, this is Metallica's after party. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm a, I'm a househead. I'm a DJ. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck's Metallica? <laughs> He's gone, don't say that too loud. I went, no, seriously, who's Metallica? Right. We were in there with one of the biggest fucking rock bands in the world at that present time. I was talking, he said, you were talking to the lead singer at the bar for the last half an hour and you didn't ask him who he was. I said, no. James Hetfield. Yeah, I don't ask people that. So after that, we got pretty friendly and they used to come to games and stuff like that. But I was big friends with a lot of the big, big DJs in the world at times. Still am. Um, but that was that was a real surprise meeting for me to go to Metallica's fucking after party and meet them for the first time and I have no idea. Who that they is awesome. So Good since story. you are abandoning us, since you are leaving us for greener pastures with beaches and sand and... No beaches or sand in Sacramento. We're an hour away from San Fran, and an no, hour and a half. We're no cow. No wow, cow. So you have done some research. <laughs> <laughs> but even more important, Craig, there is 400 golf courses in my vicinity, and an hour away from Napa Valley. <laughs> That's so fantastic. I want to know. Or wow. how, long is, yeah, like how long is it going to take you to come out there, Craig? I don't know. Have you got a goalkeeper coach? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't, actually. Wow. No, we just really? hired one. <laughs> $33 an hour. Amazing. Not bad. Hired. Right? That's why I get paid to do all the Twitter videos. And a tent. And uh, this isn't because we're coming to the end, but it is because we need to do it. Um, wait, I got one more detour. Wait, wait. Then we're going to sing, and then we're going to do our things, and we'll come back to that. Sorry. Only because... I'll forget about it if we don't do it. I won't let you forget about it. Are you ready? Yes, sir. It's 40 picks. It's 40 picks. It's 40 picks. On 40 40. Prime. (laughs) Big games this week. Oh, so this is why I I texted... uh, I texted Charms, or actually, I texted the dark web. City versus Chelsea, and I didn't get the. Tell me what's going to happen. I didn't get the spread because I was too excited about tonight. You don't need the spreads. Okay, B. What's happening with Chelsea at the moment, Craig? I don't know. They want a little story. They're missing a lot of guys as well at the African Nations Cup. By the way, did anyone see what happened at the African Nations Cup today? Fantastic. The referee. (laughs) In the fifth minute? In the Tunisia Mali match. Yeah. Twice he he blew before even ninety minutes were up. He, what he blew, was that, what blew was the, that all about? In the eighty fifth minute, called full time. The eighty fifth minute, Tunisia lost it on the pitch. The referee acted as though he didn't know what was going on. They went in the tunnel. They come back out for three minutes, like fifteen minutes later, I think. And they played the eighty ninth minute into the eighty ninth minute, and he blew it again before ninety, full time. And they they didn't even have a chance to put up extras. No, well, no, because the, well, it happens in the last like, minute usually, right? You know, the the referees just got a different watch. He's living in the future. 
<laughs> He's Marty McFly. People think comic app reference. He is Marty. He was Marty McFly. No kidding. Doctor Brown. That's who was refing today. So Tunisia Doc lost. Brown. Tunisia lost one nil to Mali twice. Oh no! Six points Mali got today. Oh. <laughs> but Tunisia they, or one of them didn't want to. They were actually going to think they were going to come back out, yeah. right? Because yeah. like, no, no, he called Tunisia. Tunisia. Yeah. I think. It's Sorry about that. No, I don't care. I veered off of Man okay. City. Uh, Man City. Chelsea. Chelsea. The thing is, Tuchel's got his upper hand on Pep. Mm. So it's coming off a semi-final win over Tottenham. These are important ones. This could be your last Man City last footy picks Man, for a while. Man City like three, Chelsea one. Okay, so that's Man City three, Chelsea <laughs> one. Chelsea one. Are you telling your bookie this? You no, I'm telling because like he three. said free. Yeah, it's oh, we've all heard it. Yeah. Yeah. We all heard it. He's had you're he's trans- had about four whiskeys. <laughs> you're translating. So, yes. Yeah, so I did this for Tim Credit the other I did. I did. Because <laughs> it was funny. Um, B, what do you think? 2 nil City. 2 nil City. Wow. Nigel, I'm going to let you guess tonight. Go well, on. I honestly hope that the men go out on the pitch, see the other man and say, why don't we just go into the locker rooms and see who wins in there? And then hours later, they spill out onto the pitch and just be like, oh. and that's, everyone had a wonderful time. We missed you, Deitch. I, I, I miss you, night. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh. I have to say, before we yeah. throw it to you, uh, Sharms, I do remember one of our reviews being <laughs> zero out of five. It's the only zero out of five. I don't think we've any got anything other than we would leave five the league out of five. zero out of fives, though. I feel. But like. it was all about n- this woman, woman or man, saying, "I used to listen to these people all the time. You guys were great." But the addition of Nigel Nigelson has pushed me over the edge. It's not <laughs> funny. He's not funny. And then I just kind of went, oh, "Well," and then we brought it up on. Uh, so, Sharms, we did bring it up on the next podcast, didn't we? And everyone wanted We We did. Actually, you know, it's kind of newsy in that Nigel's got a great uh, story with Prince Andrew, as far as one of his celebrities, apparently. But anyway, we'll, we'll go into that some other time, maybe. Um, I'm, I agree with what, what uh, Nigel said. City, Chelsea, in the locker room. That's my pick. Craiger, <laughs> uh, City v. Chelsea. 1-1. One, one. Ooh, draw. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Good. Good. And this is Got for uh this is for the youngest in the in the the youngest little guy in the in the in the crib here. Here's to Brandon Brandon D No no Doll Pop. Dolpop. Someone tweeted. Uh, they messed up his name. Was it Doug Simonite? It's Doug Simonite. <laughs> and it was Brandon Dolpop. Hey, tell Dolpop over there. <laughs> I've had many mispronunciations. It was one of my favorite things in over the holiday. It was we, so we funny because I need knew. to make sure 2022 is a better holiday. <laughs> no, because I knew I could say this is going to hurt. <laughs> I've been called Doll Pop. It's fantastic. Okay, Villa at United. No, sorry, United yeah, at Villa. So United, it's Villa United. So Manchester United Wong or dumped Aston Villa out of the, uh, the Carabao. Oh, FA. FA. Sorry, FA I got confused. On uh, Monday, yes, yeah. and Villa were the better team for 87 minutes. If it was in the African Cup of Nations, the whistle would have been blown. Yeah. 
two goals disallowed. Was it? No, one they, goal they had two, two. It was yeah. Danny one Ings was a joke. Been waiting all season for Danny Ings and Ollie Watkins yeah. to connect. They connect twice, and both of them are called off. Jesus, uh, Villa's winning this game. Oh, and I will say it will be. I'm going to go modest. Yeah, three one Villa. Okay, tell modest. me modest. I, I want to know where Villa is right now because you know this. Uh, they're well, actually, that people live there at the at the top of the bottom half of the team. well. <laughs> that league, okay. eleven, twelve. Uh, could they yeah. could they get Europa? No, no, All right. they will not get Europa. No. However, they're yeah. going to push on, and they might they might they scare bought, the they, conference they league. Coutinho in. They yeah. got Digne today as well. Mm. That's done today. Yeah. Oh shit! Someone's doing his work. Charms. Yeah. Um, you know, United are shit, but they just keep getting points. They it just they, they find ways. I don't know how they do it. They were second best for sure against Villa. So Rennick's going to fluke another three points against Villa. I don't know how they'll, really? they'll, they'll manage it. Is it again. at Villa or Just because the world hates It's at Villa. That might help them. It's not your turn yet. I know I'm putting if you If they on. were at United, it Jesus. might be different. Crager. That was your turn. No, I don't do it. Oh. Neither does Charms usually, but he's on the virtual, so I'm throwing him at the butts. Um, I'm going to say another draw. What's the score? 2-2. Two, two. Okay. I don't know what the over over under. What do you think the over? Well, I would be fun. Two and a half. Two and a half. Villa yeah. two nil. Villa two nil. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Get in, Deech. Like that. Fucking United. That's footy picks. That's footy picks. That's footy prime. Shut up, you. <laughs> Wasn't that only two games? Don't you usually give us three? Yeah, it's Danny's going away. Yeah, yeah, you got to yeah. fit a lot in. All right, I've got a question for you guys. Oh, please. What is, Shams, you can, I know you've definitely got one of these. What is my worst pronunciation <laughs> of a word? Pronunciation? Uh, pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Craig's timing is perfection tonight. Actually, I remember one guy in Twitter, like after about two years of being on Sportsnet, he said, "I'm an English guy, and I must say that your um, your abbreviation of the English language leaves a lot less to be desired." I was like, "Fucking hell, sorry, Shakespeare." <laughs> Who was it? No, it's just some random guy on Twitter. He must have been an English guy. He said, I watch you on Sports Day. And you, I must say, your pronunciation of the English wang- language. Wangers. Language. Leave <laughs> a lot to be designed. You should say, you know, if you had as many fucking kicks in the head as I have, <laughs> you fucking. Jesus uh, Christ. What, Stand there and let me boot you in the head three or four times. What, and... What's the, uh, where, like, what would your accent be? If, if someone. If you said, hey, this is where I come close, it's a West London accent? What is that? I think I've told you this before. But you have. In but- London, yeah. we have four different accents. So I'd be like in Toronto, yep. you would have four different dialects in No, we have some different accents, same city. yeah. So I know that in in Toronto, you have the Brampton kind of man's Ooh. language. Mandem. Mandem. Which, which, which is similar to Scarborough. Which is very also... Street from England as well, uh-huh. but a shared Caribbean East, influence. Yeah, East London has a really, really strong, like twang. Oh yeah, fucking hell! Oh, yeah. man, all that. North yeah. London has southern almost. No, it's like a real strong. And yes. I've got family in East London and Essex, where it's very similar, isn't it, Craig? Right. 
Craig played in East London, West Ham. Yeah. South London is very harsh as well. West London, not being just because I'm from West London, it's a little bit more cultured and understandable. <laughs> <laughs> and North London is... is that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I can speak like that if you want me to. You sound like an old Chinese man. <laughs> What the hell was that? Was, you yeah. want some dim sum? Like, what are we gonna say? That was very funny. How gao sumai dikio? All of a sudden, Hong Kong dikio. No kidding. Yeah, from West London. What the hell? He's got out Chinese to too many Eve. Chinese places. He's going to Sacramento, not Hong Kong. Holy fools and all this. Yeah, Chinese Dave. Uh. <laughs> so you have an answer, this, Shams. What is my worst pronunciation of a word? I'm trying to think. There's that one word earlier this this season of the show. Remember that, lads? Oh, that was oh, a word which, well, which carried over. Tumultuous. Tumultuous. Holy fuck, Craig is tumultuous. It was tumultuous. Yeah. You need well, to start drinking it, Craig. Yeah. Just in this rant here, he tried to use the word pronunciation and he used abbreviation instead. Yes, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it's, I it's it's not a mispronunciation, but it's definitely like a like a, a yeah. teach clutch word, which is my favorite on yeah. air when he was just like, Oh uh, this uh you make player, a couple up. This team like they're just fantastically well, which no one would ever say yeah. in a non West London accent. Fantastically well is one of my favorite. My, my message is to say, will you stop saying that word on TV because it doesn't mean anything? I was like, what is it? She said, fruition. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just saying, like, it, it came to fruition. She said, she said it's fruition. Said, no, in my words, it's fruition. <laughs> I can't watch you on TV. Oh my god! But I did use. You're right, Danny. I used to get away with a lot on TV because I think some Canadians used to go, "Yeah, that's just an English way of saying things." Where it doesn't fucking make sense what you just said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they give you. They cut your breaks. Like, no, no, that's where they say it. That's the way they say it back home in England. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's not. Yeah, maybe it's slang or something. Uh, rem- this reminded me of a favorite, another Deech favorite TV moment. It was transfer deadline day, so January 2013, and they were doing renovations in our studio. Actually, it wasn't renovations. I know exactly what it was. Sportsnet, score. Fox, Fox. We were at oh, Fox. So we were but down uh, City, City TV. Yeah, City TV. Yeah. So our, our studio, yeah. they had, we were, our, our studio was unusable for the day. It was transfer deadline day, which should be massive for us, but the studio, done, because... Tyler uh, Taylor Swift had used it as a green room. She was at that studio to do the news, the breakfast show or something. Yeah, yeah, but it was there for a while, yeah. So that was her green room. We weren't able to use the studio. This is like 12 hours later. So they put us in the other studio. So we're just kind of rearranged out of place, and then everything kind of felt a bit out of sorts that night. And transfer deadline day, we're recapping everything, and Peter Autumn Wingy had driven himself (laughs) from West Brom to QBR. QBR to turn up to be signed, but he'd not been signed. He just turned up because he thought it was going to be done. And so we were doing this hit and we had pre-taped this and you swore in, in the reaction, like I've never seen a player. I forget what you'd said. I don't think you'd said twat or, or something else, but you, you'd sworn in it. And it was, I didn't hear it. And I just continued. And the producer's like, you didn't hear him swear there. We got to redo the segment. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. You just talked about how fucking stupid it was. Another way you had yeah. done it. Well, we have, uh, you know, Dine and Dash, our radio show. Saga 960. Saga 960. Thank you. No, uh, 
Every Thursday at oh, three, sorry. right before drive home. But uh, our boy JC uh, this week, you're going to hear at nine ten if he didn't yes. cancel it out. Drop the big shit word, literally. Like, and we're like, okay, like on there. Yeah, but are you allowed to say it now because no. of President Trump? That's right. Right? This guy, when did Trump say shit for us? He's been saying, they all over CNN, they say shit. Yes. MSNBC, yeah. Fox. Yeah. When, well, actually, Fox doesn't because they don't want to uh, look like they're swearing because <laughs> they don't swear. Yeah. You can't swear on Fox, but you can be as racist as you want. Yes. So that's fine. Be as racist as you want, but you can't swear. But when you can at- swear. Here's the other thing you can swear. I think you can say shit now as a. Everyday word. No push, shit. Push the envelope. Yeah. Well, it's like wanker is not a swear word over here. In England, wanker is a swear word. I have a question. Yeah. I haven't asked is. a question yet, and I'd like to ask a question. Uh, Deech, Jeff Cole, announcer, Footy Pride on the podcast. Uh, si, also, senor. Long-time listener, first-time first questioner. Time caller and questioner. Deech, what Canadian word when you got here that's still – what's the word that – or phrase or saying that when you got to Canada, you're like, what the fuck? But it's but you will take that with you when you go to the States. And now perhaps Ooh. it goes into your nomenclature. But Brilliant question. Good question. What was the thing when you're like, what the f-? You know, let's Let's you, Greg. Thank you, old COVID acting up. Sorry. Like <laughs> I think there's two words. There's one which I still can't really understand, which is oot. Like, outside? Yeah, yeah, we're outside. Yeah. Out. Do we say oot? Oot. Well, we, we don't. It's, it's, it's going off. Yeah. Wait, what are you saying over there? Virtual guy? Charms? Charmin, the one who's been left out of the tent here. Oot. No, no, um, apparently I saw actually today on TV, um, but it must have been the uh, mid session interval, the snooker or something. There's a news report how certain Canadian pronunciations are actually dying out and oot. Like a moose about the hoose, which is very Canadian traditionally, is now apparently used far less. Really? That pronunciation is dying out; it's changing. Uh, we become more Americanized, apparently. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, what, what's the what do they call the letter in German with the it's the double S, which looks like a yeah. giant cursive B? Like the sauerkraut. Yes, yeah. it's gone now. Yeah, no, <laughs> the it's sauerkraut. not sauerkraut S. <laughs> <laughs> the what? The sauerkraut S. <laughs> As opposed to the yes, yes. <laughs> don't say that. Yeah, don't yeah, but, yeah exactly. Don't mention the war. And yeah. one of them, I mentioned it once. I think I got away with it. The other one is obviously the most obvious one. It's a. And my kids use it all the time. Well, you do you did you ever use a? Not in the same way. Would you go oi a like to yell no, at one of the kids? Never. Oh, I'd say oi, oi. Yeah. Do your kids think you're? Uh, they have no idea what I'm talking about. Do they think you speak weird? Yeah. But to be quite honest, they understand that I'm not particularly good at the English language. And really? they they <laughs> and they also they've actually adjusted pretty well because they've grown up in Canada. Um, my little boy was born here obviously, so if I'm saying put the rubbish out or stuff like that, he understands that it's the garbage or yeah. But he uses A a lot. So it's going to be interesting for him going to California, talking to other young kids. And he's how like, they, hey. How have they been with this uh, trend? Like, Lorenzo's a little bit. Is everybody He's going? excited. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna eventually come in, in uh, March, end of March. My oldest two will stay here. My oldest one's got a girlfriend here. He's settled here. He's got work here. 
Franco obviously How works at TFC. Huh? He's twenty three. So right. he came here, yeah, like when we were when he was like eight, nine. Yeah. So he's been here a long time. Jesus, Sherms Sherms and B could be your kids. Sherms is not twenty three. Sherms is older than D. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fucking full master. That'd be weird. That'd be very weird. It's possible. Though, it's like Herdman. Yeah. Herdman's going to go coach yeah. with Ditch. He's going to be his assistant. And besides, Charms is basically my dad. So. Oh, yeah. It's the truth. You've let me down. You disappoint me, B. It's disappointment to the family. Younger demographic. That's what my Formula One world champion father says as well. Yeah, that are two words. <laughs> yeah, that are two words. Out and A. Like it. So That's will it. you continue to use – well, you don't really use them. Anymore. I don't use them, no, but will I understand them. Will you use them. them down there just as a solidarity thing to the country of Canada? Maybe. Okay. I'll I want you, you to bring hoser down there. Hoser? What's That's hoser? A, That's a very Canadian word. <laughs> what is what? He's a German. <laughs> he's a German fullback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's Polish originally. Bob and Doug? Duck? Bob and Doug? So Wonger can give you a much better description. Hoser is a term that's uh, also a dying Canadian term, probably. Yeah. But in other parts of the country, why would you? But in Canada, definitely dead. Okay. Wonger, do you want to give a better definition? I, I, I thought it was like being a knob. I never, no one would, none of my friends ever said hoser. In our, like, that was a Northern Ontario thing. Yeah. Okay. And is it like or, a douche? But a, yeah, you know, no, douche. Everyone used douche. But a hoser is what you would call like a super Canadian person, like someone who's probably uncultured, you'd say. Like, ah, oh, what a hoser. Yeah. Like in Toronto, the term we use that's equivalent of hoser is like that person's a caker. Yeah, manja cake. cake. Yeah, manja cake. So the same a same type of person you would or classify racist. as a manja cake would be a hoser. Severe racist. In other parts of the country. Okay, but Fubar? hoser was Fubar? never. Fubar. Here's the thing. I don't know, and people on Twitter, please tell me. Was hoser really ever used? There's no way yes. listening this long. You've yeah, only lived in major <laughs> metropolitan areas. Hoser is a very Canadian used term. And definitely in your generation, man. Less is so in mine. But my generation. Fubar is a Canadian it's word. Talking about my generation. Who's saying that? Who's saying that? Who? Fubar? Never yeah. heard of Fubar. Yeah, you could actually be my dad, though. I could. No, not up. based on looks, but based on Talked age. Up. Yeah. All recognition. Yeah. Fubar? Fubar. You're Fubar? Never yeah, have you never heard of Fubar? They actually made two movies about it. Fubar, yeah, it's called Fubar, and it's like two like, skids, like with fucked up beyond all like yeah, they were smoking weed with, with with mullets. Yeah, you, Jeff didn't fun. even know what that meant. Yeah. you didn't know that. Fucked up beyond all Man, recognition. Really, a guy of your like was that? Yeah, you? I've been there, but I didn't know the scuba. Do you know that? You know the a- acronym scuba? No. Self-contained <laughs> underwater breathing apparatus. I've never. What the fuck's that. that got to do with anything? Because it's like fubar. <laughs> These are all things we use all the time. I don't use scuba that much. To be sure, fair. you talked about going scuba in in, in <laughs> Mexico. That scuba? That's, that'd be, <laughs> did, you, did you go with that scuba? That'd be scuba diving. Scuba <laughs> that <laughs> that's good. was from uh, about Polly. Oh, something about Polly. Yes. All right. So, question. I got no more. I got nothing left. B, you it's got a long nothing. show. Yeah, it's not that long, is it? It's an hour and 37. All right. We were an hour and 38 yeah. last week. You, <laughs> Charm, B, say something. Charm, say something uh, uh, poignant and we'll sign off. Um, Beach, um, have fun. 
Jesus Christ. Well, there's a guy who's no, Deesh, we're gonna miss you, Deesh. We are and um yeah. Have fun. I'm caught up, you can tell. I'll, yeah, I'll do this. I'm losing it. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I, I think that I think that people will agree with all of the words that I'm going to say. That uh, this city had been dying for a soccer team that really mattered and, and really felt like it was a part of the whole city, as opposed to just a certain community. I think that was very even chosen and in, in the name. Well, I'm going to say rather than make it, you know, part of one ethnic group to appeal to one ethnic group to make it Toronto FC. Generic and sounding, but to apply to everybody, appeal to everyone. All for one kind of thing, you know. Like. All for one, absolutely, yeah. And 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 Danny Dicchio <laughs> very much embraced that. So you know, you, you were the you were the first real soccer hero, uh, professional top top tier soccer hero in the city that that won one for a long time. So to work with you here, buddy, and and TV all those years, uh, I'm very privileged and look forward to seeing what you get up to next. Thank you, man. One of this- my highlights, buddy. Before you go. On. Was uh, actually being with uh, Nigel Reed and CBC calling mm. the seat cushion game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna run tape right here where it's the seat cushion game, yeah. and then you're gonna talk gonna about forget it. about this. When so, I see, when no, I, no, when no, I no. see it pop up on social, it's always the American call. Yeah. Oh, is why, it? Why is it? But I found your call. Did I found you? your call on YouTube. Yeah. Why, why well, is that though? It's like even on MLSC, Twitter, MLSC pushes that out. The MLS one? Oh, okay. it's MLS they use it as like a TD it on it, like a trademark or something? Well, finally, the Chicago Fire are the first ones to concede to Toronto. It's Danielle Dicchio. Dicchio scores Dicchio. for Toronto. Finally. Dicchio. Those Canadians have something to cheer about that's not the 93 World Series. <laughs> Nigel Reese's call was actually pretty good. Better than that. Yeah. Was. Remember the place, remember the time. Remember yep. the name. Jeez, that's like Michael Remember Jackson. the name, that's right. Nigel. Yeah. Good and for they've him. been singing your name of the eighth manager. On, on that note, Deach, on that note, <laughs> the name, um, the guy that became one of the, you know, really the first uh, domestic face of football in this city, um, 15 years later, we still don't really know how to pronounce your name. <laughs> That's right. Is it Dickie or Dicchio? <laughs> Ozer. No, he's Ozer. Ozer. Is that French? Ozer. No, the pronunciation is key. Okay, so CH in Italian is key. So it's Dicchio. Dicchio. No, it is. <laughs> Sorry, because my dad told me that. Because in England, oh, they pronounce CH differently. It's ch. Yeah. yeah. So it's Dicchio. Dicchio. Yeah, and that's exactly. why my name, Deech, that's where it came so from. Right. My name. Dicchio. Or as Warren calls you, Dish. Dish. <laughs> Deep dish. Wow. Yeah. I always Chicago. found you attractive. Yeah. There. Thanks, man. I could go deep on you. Yeah. Oh, honestly. Big, big <laughs> dick. Big dick could be closer. So if you so if you were spent growing up here longer, or if your kids were ice hockey kids, the uh, nicknames would have been a thing, and their your nickname or their nickname would have been Chicago. Yeah. If someone called you dish, you'd be like, oh deep dish pizza, boom, then you'd be Chicago. Really? That'd be your nickname. That's yeah. how that's how strong nicknames go. Like a guy named Campbell is called Soup. Yeah, yeah. Soup, like anyone that. named Campbell is named Soup. Soupy. Yeah. It's the it's the least creative really? name now. Soup. Oh, anybody named every time, especially in hockey, if your name is Campbell, they'll call you Soup, Soupy, any of that, anything to do with that. Well, to show how Canadian charms is, they used to call me Tires at the at the score. Yeah. What? Yeah. I call Dunlop you Tires. I, I call know. you Rackets because of Dunlop Rackets. Uh, uh, yeah. The, the, the I like the Canadian way better because in England it's fucking so very vague and stupid. Like they would just put an E or a Y on the end of it. 
We would you say know? that's what hockey is well, until you ask yes. us to break it down, and then we realize. Well, yours was a short length instead of the geeky yard. Yeah, beach. 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 But if it, Campbell would be camps. Right. Yeah. Or like. It, it, so you so love soupy. soupy. Soupy is like, whoa. Yeah, exotic. soups is better. I like the Canadian way better. Rackets. I call you rackets for yeah. Dunlop. Uh, Reg, I got I got Reg at Sportsnet a few times. Reggie Dunlop was uh, oh, he's a hockey player now. Uh, well, he was slap shot. He was right. Paul Newman. Paul, Paul Newman's Newman. character. Reg Have Dunlop. you seen that? Yeah. That's an American film, but it's a Canadian classic. Yeah. Slap shot. I've seen it. So is young the guys Blood. with a band aid in between there. No, no I haven't seen. Before it. you move to San Diego, you have to watch. Hold San on. San he said San Antonio, <laughs> yeah. San Diego. He's all Does he place. fucking know where I'm going? Yeah, Santa yeah. Cruz, Santa Cruz, yes. Florida. You're going to Florida. Florida. Yeah. No, like I'm going to California. Ah, he's going to San Fruit State. It's Sacramento. It's, no, Saint Timotheus. <laughs> Big tomato. By the way, uh, what's that word you, you can't pronounce or, or spell? Tumultuous. Tumultuous. Okay, uh, wait, wait. <laughs> spell tumultuous. Listen, bring the end to fruition Fuck here, you. and let's wrap the show. Tumultuous. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Spelling bee. Okay, I gotta, I gotta just say because it's our. Uh, I want to thank Craig for introducing me to Danny. Uh, at where? At his house. No. 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 Century the first movie. time I met you, try and think about it. Don't tell him. Oh, mother. Don't it's tell got, him, Steph. It's got to be a nightclub. No. 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 I thought no. it was at his party. No. You I'll give you one clue. March Madness. It was outside. Ooh. That doesn't do anything for me. Did I? Was I pooping outside? <laughs> was I peeing outside? What was I doing? Okay, give me. Was I peeing in the in the... Getting a ticket, like you said? No. God, he's really changed in the last five years. Were, you, were you Steve Chang at the time? Oh, I was. Da- I must have You been. were with a friend. Not a girlfriend, but you yeah. were with another guy. Yeah. I was with my wife. Stax was with Sophie at the time. And you were- oh! We went to a, the dance things. Salsa Fest. Salsa Fest. Yeah. That's right. So, so Sinclair. Old, them and their so, wives and you and Dave Amber went to Salsa Fest. <laughs> I think it was Amber. It was Amber. I think it was no, Amber. No, it wasn't Amber. No? Oh, Steph. It was Steph. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Because he lived around there. We had a great time. And then yeah. my the bartender girlfriend showed up, Jordan, and said, hey, I, won't, I, I left my bike. She'd always leave. Sh- like, I drove somewhere and left the car. Which I've done before. <laughs> you truck. So I want to I want to thank you for introducing me to Ditch because we've hit it off ever since we oh, met. You're, you're yeah. very welcome. No, like, and the the second time we met was when we hung out at Craig's house for his fortieth, or no, it was a Christmas party, and it was we had a full dance party. We got smashed that night. We got That's smashed good and time. ate shrimp. Yeah, I love. I love Craig. Me was there. Yeah, I love. Silva was dancing. Craig was having Christmas parties year after year, and we got invited to one. Good times, man. And we got along. And from that point, I went. I have to work with that guy because he's such a broadcast professional. (laughs) He will get me to the top, that motherfucker. (laughs) Look where we've ended up. (laughs) (laughs) Forget who you were. I love that guy. Your buddy there. Your Chinese Elvis. That was it. It was. It was Chinese Elvis. Yeah. Yeah, we need to pull oh, you, Chinese Elvis. <laughs> so that was a great. Elvis? Ever since then, we've always hung uh, me. So I want to thanks thanks for being part of this, dude. No, it's been a it's been a ride, and we're gonna be hollering at you but to get you in. End. 
No. We, 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 no. we got to get uh, updates on your league. Yes. How it's going. Sure. We might the, do a UCL uh, show every Sunday. <laughs> yeah, all the hammer throwers that you're trying to coach. Free hours, free hours behind you guys as well. So <laughs> I'll give you a uh, – Actually, that would work. That works for you. You're still going to go it's to like bed before I do. Yeah. <laughs> what? Do you guys both stay up super late? I I have – yeah. I, I sleep like someone with a drug addiction. No, you're ridiculous. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I was up till 4.30. But there's stuff to watch now at 4.30. It's not like back in the day yeah, we had to masturbate to the fucking television. black and white bars. I think we were like – I like one of your tweets the other night at 3 o'clock in the morning or something. Well, I automate a lot of those tweets. So I'm not sure – if I was actually up. <laughs> yeah, so this is the thing that I learned from Wonger was like, what? You know, this is a thing? Like you set the tweets, you schedule the yeah, time. You, of the schedule, tweets, yeah. you schedule tweets. You think, no, I'm, no, but you answered to somebody that said Oh, something. maybe, yeah. Oh, that was Tancredi. Potentially. Tancredi, you answered at three in the morning. We were talking about it on sure. air. I will, well, I would say this. This is my habit. This, this is probably a soccer thing, and, and you'll find this maybe in California when you move to California, but living here... Uh, my brother lives in, in, uh, Asia. He's in Thailand. Uh, I follow a lot of English. I have English friends. So if I'm up in the middle of the night to go to the washroom, I'll always look at the phone. Ooh. I would say a trip to the toilet is a 10 minute Don't do that. That's a on bad the phone, idea. right? It's and so I see the messages. I agree. Yeah, it is. And your so brain is in all freaking. Yeah. I remember Jimmy used to say when we used to travel and stuff like West coast, East coast, he said, Dude, you know what? Living on the West Coast is great because you can fucking watch every sports event at the time. So it's like the East Coast stuff you can watch early on, but the West Coast stuff is always on as well. You don't miss anything. Mm. He's right. You know what, though? I was in, I spent a month in Calgary this past year, February into March, and the Champions League games being two hours earlier, it fucked me up. Yeah. It was weird. Or Premier League games, like if it's seven o'clock, uh, it's uh, ten at seven o'clock here, seven thirty here. Yeah, the early kickoff in East Coast that means it'll be four thirty in yeah. West Coast. So well, you're you're three three p.m., which is well, the state you don't have to get up right? for it anymore. You just fucking just fucking kick on start from the yeah. start. Three three p.m. in England is your right? right? That's your normal three p.m. I can England tell you with. that that West Coast six o'clock game or five thirty game football, whatever at it is night, at night. At night is one of the most spectacular. I can get drunk at the bar, at be home at 8 o'clock, and still have seen everything, and then still sleep for three hours and go out. But I, I say this often, and Dietsch, you can probably recognize this as well, that like there is, you can see in the country by how popular soccer is, literally on the map. And the more west you get, the less popular soccer is, if you're measuring it based on TV ratings. Yeah, so yeah. Let's limit it to that, based on TV ratings. And it's because if you're of legal drinking age, you're not waking up at 7 a.m. No to watch counts. the main slate of Premier League games. Or anything right? like that. Think, think about how hockey night in Canada for us is a staple for generations. From from our dad's dads to what would be my children or Charmin's No, children. no, you're right. Hockey night in Canada, 7 p.m. Saturday is a staple. In England, that's 3 o'clock on a Saturday. Right. For us here, that's 10 a.m., yeah. which we can kind of adopt. Well, they don't watch games at 3 over there. They don't. Yeah, but but yeah. just in the sense of that time, I mean, the, sure. the religiousness of that time. Yes. But you're right. The Premier League, they're not able to watch on television. But that 10 a.m. Is 7 in California yeah. and in Vancouver. Mm. But that 10 a.m. here, I have to say, I've got, you know, like my friends down on King Street. They're English. And they that is something I could have gotten into all the time. Because it's, it's a 10. Great. You would know. Yeah, if you I was, a lot. But oh. you would not have if you lived in Victoria. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're totally right. You're right, but you could do football. You could like, yeah. 
that's the that's why it did so well on uh like sportsnet or why sportsnet liked it because of the time slot you think you think uh sportsnet csn are going to get it back craig oh i'm sure they'll put a bid in for it sure because it's up with the zone now huh yeah the rights are up what and no well here's the thing could be up doesn't mean it's up in canada no, it's up. No, it's up. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. No, Worldwide, it's, it's up. Dumb. Yeah, everyone's put their bids in. Oh. The only ones that get a six-year deal are the states because they... Yeah, but, they they're still, but the, technically, they're still on a three-year cycle. But, yes, they buy a six-year deal. Yeah. Wait, so, but the states already signed up with NBC again. Yeah, for six but, years. So, they, they just double bid. They doubled it. Because okay. they want secure it. Well, this is the always weird thing. I have HDTV, like just an antenna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, <laughs> on Sunday mornings... I don't even go to the zone because I just click on the 11. Only 1230, though. The, the 12, whatever. That's I'm just one, saying. That's one game a week. Though. No, I know. I'm mm-hmm. just saying it's funny that I just get free, you know, footy. That's what I found. It, like, because you always have to pay for it. Jace, you know. Interesting thing about NBC, they pay a ton. I think the last deal was a billion. Right. For six years. And they were delighted with like four hundred, four hundred twenty-five thousand per game. Yeah, but look at—that's like footy prime. Do you want to say anything to Ditch? I'm connected. Throwing over to Nigel slash JC. Anything to say to Ditch before on his last tent show for a bit? I'll see you in the cellar. (laughs) It's so straight, (laughs) straight into the point. Craiger, has got the last word before you get the last word, brother. I thought we already did it. What was yours? It was fun doing the seat cushion thing. All right, perfect. Other than that, it was like bang average. <laughs> no, we would be fucking, you know, I fucking ditch. The word. You're the fucking best, man. The best. You are the, the best. best. Yeah. Uh, what do you have to say to our listeners? No, first of all, for me, like, when we started this podcast, it was so important. I think that we kept the group together and um, like Craig took me in under his arm on the sports net. He'd been there for a long, long time with, with Jerry who I remember meeting, I think it was at Chicago in the first away game I played at and um, just, you know, hitting it up straight away with Jerry and Craig and, then to actually work with those guys was was really important for me. But you guys are my brothers, man. Like, you really are. And I don't get to go out much. I have my, like, certain clique of guys that, that I uh, socialize with. I'm not a very social guy, as you as you know. <laughs> um, so this is important for me. It's important That's for me. That's not really true. No, but it's important <laughs> for me, not only over the... the the last couple of years where we've been stuck in this COVID shit, mm. but just having the banter, it's important for my mental state, mm. but also to know that I have some brothers that I can call friends and will know will have my back. And Shams, Dunny, I've worked with for a long time. And then you said meeting Dan and Jeff along the way, it's been really important for me. And it's been a big part of me living here in Canada. And I've loved living here. And it's, it's really tough for me to leave. It really is. It's an emotional... Hopefully um, you'll be back. Yeah. Like, I've spoken to my wife about it, and we've said, look, this is such a huge part of our life. This is the longest we've lived in a certain 
certain area of the world. Like wow. I grew up in London, but 15 years is the longest I've been at a, one, a city, one, house, one right? place. Yeah, one house. We've got a lot of memories in our house that I've been fucking painting and decorating for the last two months. <laughs> trying to clean up. Cover up all those memories. Cover up all those memories. <laughs> the black light. <laughs> but like, no, so many memories from parties at Craig's house, from just... That's what that's what makes up all those memories. Really, really good memories that I have. Fortieth was a beaut too. Yeah, my fancy dress parties that we had. Big Mike, Big Mike looked dressed like a tra- as a fucking tran- rock star. Transvestite is what he looked like, though, wasn't he? <laughs> but it was a it was a cool time, and like, there's not many players. I said it in my statement that when you retire, you kind of look back on things and you go, "Fuck, what am I going to do now?" Mm. But I had so much to do here in this city. I was working still with TFC, but I had you guys, I had TV, I had a, a, a really tight-knit group of friends that that kept me here and kept me fucking stable because a lot of players go off, off the, the deep end, you know, when they retire. And I thank you guys for that. I thank the listeners, whether you liked my comments or my language or <laughs> my, accent. my accent, my opinions. Um <laughs> No, like, you know, I love you guys. I know it's a little bit corny, but I love you guys like brothers. I always will. That's awesome. Thanks, buddy. Well, that was Footy Prime, the Dick Dicchio, the Dicchio, Dicchio special. And here we're playing it, playing us out. This one is for my favorite cellar dweller, the man who puts asses in the seats and then has them promptly thrown back at him. For you, Danny boy. On the pitch, on footy, prime or in the bubble, brother Danny brings the heat. Speaking shite and rubbish, Danny D. Quiet down there. And when TFC was struggling, he led the team to victory. Kicking in the first goal, Danny D. Oh, Danny D. Danny D. Danny D. Danny D. Football's favorite DJ, Mellow D. Brendan and Dan, we love you, Deach. And another Sherry. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 